time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call-in line is 646-716-4972. And now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin. Let's begin. Folks, we've got our hot topic segment today joining us. We have John Ralston, who is Director of E-Lending for the Origination Technologies Division of Black Knight, a premier provider of integrated software data analytics to the mortgage industry. We really don't need to introduce Black Knight. They've been around forever, and they're so powerful, and we're so glad to have you joining us, John. Thank you for taking time to be here. It's my pleasure. Let's talk a little bit about it. I understand you oversee product and strategy and e-lending. We're going to get into all of that, John. But for those lenders and listeners out there that may not know who you are, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got in the mortgage industry, and, and you're kind of the path to where you're at now. You know, I started out in the title industry as a oh, oh. About 20 years ago. I had a specialty in post-closing operations, but I, I, I played a special role in that I really worked to leverage technology to both improve productivity and mitigate risk between lenders and their settlement service providers. Worked inside the Fidelity National Financial Organization for many, many years, and then I actually started my own software development company that was acquired by Black Knight many years ago. So eClose has always been a subject that's been near and dear to my heart, And we've really been focused on developing a best-in-class solution now for for nearly two years. That's uh, that's impressive, which means you've got to be one of the most patient persons out there because the e-lending process has been so slow to evolve. And from your perspective, why do you think that is? And are you encouraged with what you're seeing going on right now with with the developments? Absolutely. And and we've taken it in bits and pieces as we've gone along. We've really focused on e-signature tools where they can add value, especially on the front end of the process, and as well as post-closing solutions, utilizing technology to validate that, you know, closing packages are executed properly and that uh, everything is compliant from that perspective. However, you know, eClose has always been in our product roadmap. And unfortunately, we've, you know, entered this COVID-19 era in which social distancing is the norm for the foreseeable future. And having solutions that are available and easily utilized by the industry at large to make sure that we don't stop lending and we don't stop closing loans it's, it's important to me, and I'm glad we have the toolkits to really support our industry. I can't wait to get into that. Yes, and listeners, this is a bit of a COVID-19 special podcast. We've invited John when we talked to the folks there at Black Knight, and they're leaders in this industry. I look to leaders. I look to leaders for thought leadership. I'm looking at We certainly have that going on at Black Knight. And we want to get you, our listeners, as much timely information. And it couldn't get anything more timely, John. We're right now in the middle of a COVID pandemic that is causing disruption to business across the nation and our industry like nothing has ever. 
but it's also creating some unique opportunities. I want to get your insights into both the lending and the settlement services industry. Obviously, you have a tremendous background there. And I want to see what you're seeing as the most critical issues facing originators that are our listeners and what you think they should be doing about it now. Well, you know, unfortunately, the fundamental aspects of a traditional closing, they're, they're broken. We can't rely yep. on many of the things that we relied on just, just two weeks ago. You know, we're dealing right now with a patchwork of state and local restrictions that really are changing the way that lenders are going to have to close loans in the future. You know, between people in lockdown, sheltering in place, you know, curfews, you know, all of those things in an industry that we relied heavily on paper in meeting face-to-face and uh, traveling, right, uh, in an office environment or meeting people at their homes to close loans, you know, those things can't be relied upon. No. Exposure is, is a real thing for us. Borrowers don't want to interact or go to a, uh, an office. And, and quite frankly, the, the closing agents and the, the settlement service providers and our lenders that, that typically close these loans don't want that interaction either. So, you know, those challenges are real. And we're dealing with that as best we can while dealing with not having the tools that we're generally used to having in place. I think, I think many of your yep. listeners are working from home right now or listening this, to this from their home office, and they may not have that, that large printer or that scanner that they need to do their day-to-day jobs. And we have to find solutions around to keep us closing loans and, and, and moving forward. I have chuckled as I watched the parking lot of our local office depot full. And we're now down gone to a house stay-at-home order by our county, and I see the parking lot open, and I go, and I see printers being carried out. So this is just one of the many challenges that I think we're all looking for solutions. You talked about the counties and how the various, how everyone's responding to this. This has got to be changing how counties look at that. Any insights that you have in this short amount of time of dealing with this crisis? Are we starting to see evidence that counties are wanting to change and be more open to the whole e-lending initiative? You know, absolutely. And the county recorders have been going down this path for quite some time, and some have been more technologically advanced than others. However, what we're seeing is, unfortunately, the county recorders have closed their office to the public, you know, in many jurisdictions. They're not letting people come in, right? So that, you know, you have to do your title searches remotely and you may have to mail your deeds and mortgages in in order to get recorded as opposed to maybe uploading them electronically or walking them into the office. And I think the the ones that are, let's say, lagging behind from a technology perspective are going to have to develop strategies to, to move that forward. Yeah, if they want to keep the real estate flowing and sales flowing in their markets, they've got to. It's, it's so critical. I really do believe that this is going to bring about and a great awakening uh, to the power of e-lending and e-mortgages. So I really think it's outstanding. But this is just one of the many challenges that originators are facing today, and these challenges seem to be just keep increasing each and every day. 
Even before the crisis, we had Tyler Sherman on from Black Knight, and he was talking about the rising cost of lending becoming almost prohibitive. What is your take on the industry at large? So we're in a position now that there are challenges in front of us, and I think we're going to see some winners and losers as we go through this. And the winners are going to be the ones that have leveraged technology in such a way that it it really makes them more effective in the market, allows them to reach their customers faster, um, allows them to originate loans more effectively. And I think that's going to translate directly into that closing space after origination because where the customers are going is looking for ways to reduce costs quickly and eliminate the manual processing associated with uh, the origination of a loan. And that's the next big frontier is, is in that e-closing space, leveraging an e-note and a speed into the secondary market. I would say that every lender I talked to this year had a plan to move toward the digital closing. And I would hear one phrase over and over again is, is we'd like to do one transaction this year. That was our goal. One transaction in, in 2020. Well, that, that's really gone out the window in that our customers <laughs> are saying, how could I get one transaction done before the end of this month? Um, we're re- really moving <laughs> yep. at the speed of light here today. And I think you talk about not only technology, I'm going to suggest even the most important part about getting the right technology in place is having the right technology partner. Why would someone want to talk to Black Knight? John, why would someone want to talk to your division specifically and your company about why Black Knight is the right partner? And I know we don't try to do advertising per se, but I know Black Knight to be what they are, and they're, they're a leader. Talk a little bit about what is compelling about your solution compared to some of the others out there, other than it's Black Knight. Well, you know, from a customer perspective, they come to us not just for technology, they come to us looking for solutions on how to implement that technology. Ah, I, can, I can give you an e-close tool that you can start closing you know, next week. However, our customers are thinking about this long-term, and I don't have a single phone call today. And, and I've, done, I've done seven product demonstrations uh, this morning alone. Wow. <laughs> in which the customer says, am I doing throwaway work with this? And the answer to all my questions is no. You're setting a foundation that you can leverage additional digital tools on in the future. What's one of the things our consulting firm does is a lot of business process improvement. We do a lot of process consulting, more efficiencies like that. I'm just so fascinated that you have this in your background and your software and you, you own a technology company. We share that in common. So we have a couple of things we share in common as I get to know you, John. And I talk about how important that process, does it really dramatically change the process, their internal processes? You can't change workflow. The fundamentals of originating Closing and post-closing are well-established, and you, can't, you don't change them. It's unnecessary. That's not broken. That's and, good to hear. The, that should the, be encouraging. The solution is, is providing solutions that fit into your process that make things more efficient. We've proven that time after time in that uh, workflow is as important or more important than technology. Uh, if those two things don't go hand in hand, 
it's not going to work for our customers. Yeah, the fact that you have that in your background is just uh, quite impressive, honestly. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because if I'm going to pick someone, I'm going to obviously go with the best technology I can find, but I think it's even more important to have a partner that has the ability, who has done a lot of this, a leader in the space as you guys are. So excuse me, listeners, if that sounds slightly promotional, but I'm serious, folks. Listen to this. Find somebody who has been down this, been doing this a lot. John and his team have that experience, so sorry, that's just a flat-out, promotion and I'm happy to do it. I believe in what you're doing. You know, John, we're talking about digital closings and the whole digital closing process seems like an overwhelming solution to implement. We were just talking about that, but for lenders, originators, and settlement service providers, what are some of the keys from your experience to implementing an e-mortgage, e-lending solution quickly and successfully? Well, it is daunting if you look at it from the global perspective. However, if you start breaking it into pieces and focusing in on what's important for you and thinking about how do my partners that are involved in the transaction have to interact with it as well and what's important to them and start breaking those things apart, it it becomes far more manageable. One of the problems we had in our industry is everybody was looking for the total solution, right? Right. I have to leverage an e-sign tool and I have to leverage an e-notarization tool and e-notarization isn't available across the country. So then does this process break down? What about my e-notes? What about e-recording? And, you know, we developed... uh, a very, we developed a very powerful tool in that not only do we have e-sign capabilities, but we've got an analytics engine that runs behind the scenes. We call it our best day rules that are making decisions on an individual transaction basis about how electronic you can be in an individual transaction. And ah. I would say that we're able to change those levers on an hourly basis. And the potential of a digital transaction has progressed tremendously over the past week as counties have put in emergency legislation and states have put in emergency legislation to allow remote uh, online notarization across the country. So where that had very little critical mass a month ago, it has tremendous potential today and can be leveraged in these troublesome times. It's got the big M going, the big momentum. It's there. And, and that's one of the outcomes I think and predict will be one of the better outcomes of this uh, COVID-19 crisis that we're dealing with. And so that, that is really encouraging to hear that, that we're seeing this get the attention that's there. What are some of the most important things to focus on for originators who want to offer digital closings as soon as possible? What are the uh, immediate steps they should be taking now? Okay, step one, don't step panic. one. Okay, <laughs> oh, oh, that's a that, that's a good piece. That's a good piece of advice. There's a lot of that going on out there right now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, 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 step one is don't panic. Step two is think about how your organization works and how you fit digital in with your workflow. Think about your settlement service providers and how they interact with their customers, and then think about strategies for segments of your closing package 
and you may want to leverage a hybrid close, meaning e sign many, wet sign few. You might want to leverage a paper note while you get your e-note strategy nailed down, find your right partners there, and move forward. But leverage your settlement service providers to do what they do best. They understand local custom and practice. That's what mm. they're there for. They understand if remote online notarization is a good solution. They know how to interact with your customers because they meet them specifically. And they also know the importance of working with that local recorder of deeds office. They are a vast resource to you. And relying on them to make some of these decisions in the closing process is really the path to success. Yeah, you know, I'm listening to you. I love the don't panic one. That's, but it's listening to your partners, getting out and talking. Do you have anything prepared that is a bit of a plan to walk people through the steps as they aggressively step into the digital mortgage, digital closing? Absolutely. It's not that laborious to get you started down this path. Think about it from that workflow perspective that we talked about earlier. In workflow, you have a a closer that's preparing loan documents. And that closer, after those loan documents are prepared, is probably shipping those off to your settlement agent. What we recommend and the easiest to implement solution is give us that package and let us deliver it to your settlement service ah. provider for you. And what we do is pull that into our engine. We make all the decisions. We do all the work. It's done automatically. And then it goes off to your settlement service provider as well as your borrower. They e-sign all their documents. They wet sign what's necessary. They leverage e-notarization for what they can, where they can to support that borrower. There's a lot of benefits whenever you do it that way. One is there's no process interruption. Don't change your process at all. You don't have to put a lot of um, a manual labor into preparing these documents, tagging things, you know, managing documents individually. We have technology that supports that for you. You're not putting an undue burden on your settlement service providers to, to, to leverage this tool. It actually takes work out of their process. And most importantly, you're just going to start to see a lift on the post-closing side of your operation because you can't, in the, the, the e-world, you can't mis-execute a document. You can't miss a document. Those things have to be done before you move forward. So what you're going to see from a, the, the benefits after you start this process is suddenly your post-closing exception rates go way down. You're getting your documents mm. back faster. They're in the format that you need. You take a lot of work out of your process for scanning and manual manipulation. And then suddenly you have cleaner files that demand less remediation work in your process. I want to go back and reference some things about cost. We talked about that when Tyler was on the podcast. We also had Jan and Liz on, and we're going to put links to Jan and Liz's interview about what's going on as far as the fees across the various states. But is this a more expensive solution short-term to put in place, or are there, how quickly are they going to pick up 
cost savings as a result of doing this, in addition to efficiencies? So focusing just on costs. Look, I preach about one thing. We can't do technology for technology's sake, right? Whatever we do, we have to take work out of the process and take cost out of the process for all parties concerned with the transaction. So not only do we make things more efficient from the closing and origination part of the process, but there are tremendous cost savings from a post-closing perspective. And let's face it, post-closing is pure expense. It's something that you have to put in place to make sure that you have the quality of the documents. Anytime somebody presses the print button anywhere, that lender loses the integrity of their data. And you spend a lot of money bringing that integrity back. So allowing us to maintain the the data integrity throughout the process is the key to to cost savings. Man, my mind is spitting with a possibility, especially when you start looking at post-closing and all the advantages and efficiencies and the cost savings there. I I just can't help believe that people are not going to realize the significant savings over a period of time. Do Do you have any measurements on that right now, John, where people have realized a overall percentage drop in costs? Anything on that? We have. We've done quite a few time and motion studies. And leveraging the hybrid close process that I talked about earlier, there are savings in excess of $50 to $75 per transaction. I often say, you know, post-closing errors don't age well. If (laughs) If you can solve a problem while it's at the table, it's very cheap to fix. Right? Yep. But every time that air extends a few days, a few weeks, right? If it's a refinance, you may have time during the rescission period to get it corrected. But if you call back two months later after the checks cleared, uh, getting them to return your phone calls can sometimes be very difficult. So, again, the cost of quality um, is, is real. Those are real savings. Yeah, that's, that's so true. We could go on and on about this. I want to, as this develops, John, I want to have you back again and talking about uh, this as you're seeing it mature, especially when we look at the progress. My part of my concern, it has been slow rolling, and so therefore there has it hasn't been crowded and it hasn't it hasn't been messy. As a result of this surge to focus in on digital closings, is there a potential things could get messy and us? get derailed in this initiative? Or is this so maturely developed at this point, whereas, no, we may get a little clogged up a little bit, but it's going to move well? Maybe I'm a half-glass full personality here. <laughs> I um, suffer from the same disease. It's so <laughs> 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 a uh, good thing. Again, by us not panicking and leveraging tools that we can quickly deploy, I think we can really minimize the interruption to our business. Will there be some? Absolutely. Will we get to the other side of it? Sure, we will. However, I believe that people aren't going to want to go back to a paper process after that. for sure. They're going to see the benefits. They're not going to want to go backwards. I think we've reached the, the point in time in which a customer's expectation is they're going to apply online, they're going to have their loan underwritten online, and they're going to close it online. And I just don't believe we're going to go backwards. I am encouraged by that. 
And I think one of the things I would add is I think more people are going to want to start working from home. Maybe that may be a few exceptions, notably some folks that are listening in on uh, what we're doing here. But I think by and large, people are discovering this is really nice. We've started talking to lenders who, after they're dealing with the margin calls, are saying, you know what? I think I'd save a lot of money in office space. One calculated 30000 a month. Another one calculated $100,000 a month in lease payments, John. And, and that is enabling. What you're talking about, digital closings, e-everything, is actually enabling a cost reduction in other areas that I think is just going to be outstanding. So, John, let's talk about what happens next. Eventually, this crisis will end. The moves we make today will have great implications for the mortgage landscape tomorrow. What do you see post-COVID-19 landscape looking like, John? Well, I think we're going to go back to normalcy, right? and everybody's going to, to be more comfortable with, with closing the loans. I think we'll all wash our hands more than we did in the past. <laughs> um, but I also believe that, that closings are going to fundamentally change. I think... Um, E is going to be the way of the future. I don't think we're going to go backwards. I think what we'll see, though, is people thinking about, wow, this is much better. How do I communicate more effectively? How can I use AI tools to improve the process? How can I get information to customers faster and answer their questions faster? We're in an industry in which we are accustomed to closing being an event that you showed up in an office someplace, you've got 150 pages worth of documents put in front of you, and you had 30 minutes to sign your name as many times as you possibly can. I think that's going to fundamentally change. I think consumers are going to demand seeing documents earlier. I think they want more Mm -hmm. information to make an informed decision about um, the terms and conditions of this real estate transaction in front of them. And I think they're going to want a smoother transaction from start to finish without so many starts and stops. One username and password should get you throughout the entire process. And it's funny in in the, the research that we've done, and we've talked to a lot of user groups about the closing experience. And you would think that the millennials would, would be the ones that, that, that would gravitate towards the, the e-transaction, but it's just the opposite. It's the baby boomer generation that's that really amazing? comfortable with it right now. Yeah. Because you've bought two houses and refinanced three times already, right? You've seen it. <laughs> you know what's going on. However, if I'm a first-time home buyer, this is new to me, and I want to make an educated decision. It's so true. I just, I recently refinanced, caught the low of the market. One of the few times I got it at the bottom, and I got a great interest rate, did the e-application, everything went wonderful. But you know what really ticked me off, John? I had to go to a closing agent to sign the docs. I had to go bring my wife, and we had to do the full on, and I'm going, why aren't you doing e-mortgages? And I gave my lender a bad time about it. So we'll be, hopefully they'll be, I'll be make sure they listen to this podcast. It's so encouraging. You talked about AI. Black Knight is committed to using artificial intelligence. Is that really starting to get involved in what you're doing? I just have to put that in that, that question in there because I'm so excited about AI and the potential, what it can do for us. 
Yeah, it has potential in every part of the lending process. In every division of Black Knight, there is an opportunity to leverage AI to support your existing process. That's encouraging. John, thank you so much for taking time to be with us. How can people get a hold of you? And what is the best way for people to learn more about yourself and specifically uh, what you're doing there at Black Knight? Yeah, the, you know, the best way is to, to go to our website. We've got a lot of information there as it relates to eClose and all the tools that Black Knight offers. Excellent. Appreciate it. And we'll also put links in our show notes to all of those places if you folks. We've had John Ralston here, who's Director of E-Lending for Origination Technologies Division of Black Knight. And we're thrilled to have them here. Check out all of Black Knight's product. They're the premier provider of integrated software, data, and analytics to the mortgage industry. And we're pleased to have a wonderful partnership with them. They're great folks. Get to know John. And folks, this is so critical. If your company's not moving towards this, you could be facing a situation where you're totally working at a disadvantage. Leak of my loan. I was really genuinely frustrated. I had to go in and sign closing docs. And I'm a baby boomer. So anyway... Listen to this. Share this podcast around. Thank you again, John, for being with us. Appreciate you. So grateful for our sponsors, the Mortgage Bankers Association of America, Finastra, Lenders One, the Mortgage Collaborative, CMLA, as well as Indicom, Incelerates, Ainsworth Advisors, AI Assist, Celebrity Home Loans, Knowledge Coop, Mobility RE, Modex, Velma, VendorSurf, and Vidyard. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Apologize for the podcast going a little longer, but I think it was worth it. I'd love to hear from you how you're doing and keep me posted. What's going on at your company? Be at 512-632-2900. Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of the week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.